What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What is going on, everybody? Woo. Woo, it's Monday. Good morning. Boy, Monday, Monday, Monday. Greg, what's happening, dude? Dude, it's the fresh week right after a uh, plump Trump rally. Uh, and yeah. my, oh, my. It was uh, it was a good one, dude. I watched the whole thing because you guys were there. And yeah. I, just, yeah. I <laughs> was looking for you the whole time, but also paying attention to what people were saying. And it's, it was actually a pretty entertaining rally. Yeah, we got, to be, a, we got to be on there a couple times. Yeah. That's for sure, dude. Yes. Yeah, we were on screen. Yeah. yeah. It was a long day. We'll start it with that. It was a long day. It was a very day. long day. We left at like Oh yeah, bro. I don't know. We left at 8 in the morning. 8 8:15. Yeah. Uh and we had one of our listeners D uh who is uh kind of tag team with us and uh Hey, not just a listener, a family member. Okay? It was basically, yeah, man. Uh but no, we we went and got some gas, got a shitty fucking burrito taco thing from uh <laughs> like 7-Eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a, a breakfast a sandwich that only had egg and cheese because I didn't have one that had sausage mm-hmm. also. Yep. That's disgusting. Well, the problem was... <laughs> what does this world come to? <laughs> well, so this we is Biden's went, economy, damn we it. Thinking, Where's that like, sausage? We don't want to eat too much, right? Because we're like, shit, we don't have to like take a shit in the middle of the thing, and it's going to be probably a lot of people there. But it was a mistake. Yeah, uh, yeah it was because, a mistake. Uh, they did have food carts there and stuff, but there was a million people. Oh, uh, there was a there was so many people, bro. It was like crazy how many people were in line. So you're like, I'm not I'm not fucking wasting my time with this shit. So then and Chris was getting like, no, all well, I was fine for a while. Wheezy. And we were there and we were like watching. Oh, things are getting started. We started people started doing their speeches, and then we started talking to this guy in line. We were talking in, in to line. Yeah, uh, McGee, right? This is last yeah, Bobby name. McGee. Bobby uh, McGee. His middle name is okay. Robert. He said Bobby McGee was what people call him. So uh, we're talking to this guy, and then we get inside, and then he ends up leaving, like disappearing. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back with a bunch of fucking wristbands. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys, oh. got fucking wristbands. Let's go. So he somehow got us wristbands, so we were able to go around the side and be on the back thing with all the people. Yeah, yeah it was nice. It was Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. it was really nice because like we uh, – and you'll have to excuse me. My mic's popping in and out today. Uh, we, we got in after, you know, it was about an hour and a half. The line was pretty good when we got there. It took about an hour and a half to get in. Everything was pretty smooth. Like went in, used the bathrooms again. We we're like, fuck the lines, not dealing with that. It was longer than an hour and a half too. Well, pro- yeah, we, we were in line for closer to three hours. Well, I'm just saying it was an hour Whatever. and a half. I mean, we, no, yeah. I get it. Yeah. It, yeah. was a, it was a long time. I meant it was an hour and a half from the moment the gate opened. Like, we were in line for way longer. Oh, but I'm yeah. saying the gates opened at noon. We got in at about 1.30. Yeah. What's worse, Disneyland or a Trump rally? Well, I mean, the people were people. very friendly, dude. I'll say that. They were. Everybody's. Yeah. Disney's okay. not that bad. I didn't find Disney's <laughs> lines at all bad, actually. Like, uh, but Me neither. It, regardless, we were there, and we were just hanging out, talking with people. Met some uh, two older ladies uh, from, like, Tyler... Uh, one of them has like a spice company. Like yeah. you, you're just meeting people. You're talking about shit. You know, you're having a good time. Yeah, and dude. People are friendly. Yeah. 
Uh, there was uh, what was that news organization that was walking around doing stuff like one American something? Or oh yeah, right said broadcast for doing stuff like there was yeah. Reuter people walking around so, doing yeah. interviews with people. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was yeah. It was, right side broadcast was the um, the network that I was watching, and then yeah. I filmed you guys on it. But that wasn't yes. the one. That wasn't the one I was talking about. There's a dude that I cannot think of his name. He was walking around the crowd oh. filming and shit, and it was like something. I, I can't remember what it was, but uh, regardless. We got in. Shemaine was there. Uh, read was. America's voice. We, yeah, we reached out to her. She didn't catch the message, but uh, obviously you guys did the uh, Shemaine Nugent show. So. Real American voice. Real American voice. Uh, they were walking yeah. around. Uh, but anyways, so we got in, did our shit. Uh, and by the time we got into the line, we were in the back section at first, and we had a decent view. It was bad. D's a little short. You know what I'm saying? So she, <laughs> I, was, I felt bad because she was having a hard time. But Ted Nugent came up, and he starts doing his thing, bro, and did the national anthem on guitar. It was cool. I mean, I grew up yeah. with I grew up with Ted, and I got the hat back here, obviously from this autograph. So I Dude, was that's like, what yeah. I was telling you. I was like, why didn't you wear that reelect that motherfucker? Well, you hat? know, um, he he actually said that on the way there. He was like, yeah. like we we pulled out and we're leaving. And he's like, like Dang shit, I, I should have brought that hat. Well, you know, I was wearing the the PMA hat, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like we were representing on the PMA yeah. stuff, so it, it's fine. Uh, he put on a good show, and he had a little, you know, he kind of talked a little bit and did his thing, but he, he put on a good little show. And then that's when the dude, he's like, I'm going to go try to find my friend. He, this guy that was in line with us, and we end up, he's a Bobby great Bobby McGee. Bobby McGee, man. Really great guy. Yeah, Super nice cool. guy, man. Uh, very, uh, has great stories and stuff. And he actually runs a, a TikTok channel that he does like paintings and stuff. And he yeah. has a good following, like 26,000 followers. It's great, man. And uh, <clears> so he's like, I'm going to go try to, ha- I have a friend that works for, at the airport. And he said he could, he could hook us up. So he came back and he's like, "Hey man, I got I got a ticket. I got two tickets, man. Come on, let's go." And I was like, "Dude, I appreciate it, but I, I can't." You couldn't leave. just leave. Like, D. I'm not going to leave D. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate. It. We're good. You know, we got a decent view. We're good. And two he's tickets like, "To go where? To go wristbands? Wristbands to go in back into like the that was the, an exclusive the, fam- area. the family or media area." Yeah. Okay, so that's what the wristband was because I didn't understand what the wristband was because Dave yeah, pulled it, and he's like, "You can't, you can't get really back there. You can't get back there without the wristband." Uh, that was the I thing. Getcha. Uh, so anyways, he's like, dude, let me go try to get another one. And then he comes back five minutes later and he's like, Hey, grab D let's go. They, they said, if she comes up to the thing, they'll give her a band. So we went up, got the bands. Uh, we yeah, got Cause by. I think they were at the point where like, we're just not just going to hand them out No, yeah. <laughs> and give this one guy six wristbands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, we all went through, uh, we sat right, right behind Trump. It was pretty cool. Uh, and we had a good seat, man. It was good. Um, yeah. I mean, we got to hear everybody speaking. We, we came up right when, uh, Matt Gates was, was talking, uh, and then, but I mean, we were behind, so we got, we got to see the backside of Trump most of the time. Yeah. Which is, I know you got to stare at the back of his head. <laughs> he, he's a pretty wide dude. I will say that. Uh, he is a very <laughs> thick person, uh, in, in yeah. person. We were close enough. That I was like, shit, dude, his hair is, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it, but it, it, it covers thick. the whole, if there is bald areas, you couldn't tell really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what was nice about where we sat was we were high enough that, like, when his plane landed, um, it landed and it came behind us. So we yeah. actually, like, we could just walk up one step, and we got a straight shot of the plane right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you filmed it. Off. It's on our Instagram. Yeah. Part of my American podcast. Everybody go check yeah. it out. Um, so, no, we, we had a great time. Uh, the You know, the speakers, I can't remember what the dude's name, the black gentleman, he came up and spoke. And I thought Wesley. He was, yeah, Wesley. Uh, was his, yeah, I can't think of his full name, but... He was. I thought his speech was great. Uh, I thought he like got the crowd and he had good swagger and stuff. I thought it was a cool, cool vibe. Um, and then uh, yeah, we we did the stuff. They had the uh, kind of like a little intermission. 
if you will. Um, they were setting up for the painting thing where they did the Donald Trump painting. The Dude, that painting. painting thing was awesome. Yeah, she was she was she amazing. She was pretty cool, yeah. But then uh, Matt she Gaetz, just like had this gigantic portrait of Trump and the American flag, and she started from scratch, and she yeah. did it in like what seven minutes, seven yeah. and a half minutes, two yeah. songs. Yeah, I don't even feel like it was that. But see, the problem was is when that was going on, was as his plane had come was, in and was started pulling landing. up. So we yeah. all went up a step or so, and we were filming the plane landing and them getting adjusted and, yeah. you know, the Secret Service and shit. So we didn't actually watch her do it, but we kept looking at the monitor to her right and left and seeing what was happening. It was phenomenal, bro. Uh, but regardless, uh, Matt Gates comes up. and he, Yeah, he and, was the only one that did that. Yeah, he came up and he came up to us, uh, like, through the crowd, and he was taking some photos, and we got to, you know, shake his hand and shit. And he, he looked, he had that red suit and was pretty pretty dapper. Uh, and he was actually really friendly, super nice. Uh, and I, yeah. I first thing I told Chris was his head is not nearly as big as I thought it was in person. <laughs> like it was really? actually, it was very proportionate, very like proportionate to his body the size. The chin is not as big. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he it, looked, it, chin energy. No, he looked great. I, he looked fine. Like he's, normally, he does have a very chiseled chin. Yes, like it's no, very. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's the he's got a normal. No, I, I was thinking like I've always thought he had like a Charlie Kirk vibe, like a bigger than normal dome. And, and, oh, yeah. and in real life, it was not that way. And I will also say this. What's her name was there too? Uh, uh, Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green. Marjorie yeah. Taylor Green was there. She gave her speech. Uh, and she was actually, I mean, she came walking right by us. And uh, I told Chris, I was like, you know what's weird? She's actually much prettier in person than on TV. Uh, yeah. not, not, not that that matters, but I just feel like they always make her look kind of weird on on like pictures and stuff and she she i thought she was she seemed nice She's and smoking stuff. huh like, no i wouldn't i wouldn't go there <laughs> i wouldn't go there uh the other one was uh mia it was it mia flores oh yeah uh from texas she She's, was feisty yeah she was she spoke um very friendly and d was really loving that because obviously like the latino you know cr- crowd was really digging it she was like the first first woman uh first, first republican to win yeah. over 100 years in that particular district or area Something mm-hmm. to that effect, and so she gave a great speech, and all in all, it was it was, yeah, it was enjoyable. I, it was hot. It was fucking hot, dude. but it wasn't really yeah. that well, hot. And that was the issue, like, because we only ate that one little bit, like yeah. right when we left, and yeah. it was so fucking hot. And we get up into the into the stands area, and I was I was fine for a little while, and then because I hadn't eaten, I started getting like a migraine. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And then right, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get some food, and then we're like looking out there, and we're like yeah. the, the lines are ten miles long, and I'm like, oh my god! Uh-uh. At and that then, time, there were more people in line, yeah, than there, there were was. actually at the thing. And like, then the the secret Ser- it wasn't a secret service guy; it was guys, it was the volunteers. It, they would come up, and they're like, okay. Uh, you guys got about 10 minutes to go do whatever you need to do, or otherwise the Secret Service isn't going to let you leave these stands yeah. until the show's over. Yeah. Wow. So he was fucked. Uh, but yeah, they so did bring fucked. water. They did bring they water. They did bring water. To everybody, and they, they brought multiple cases up there, handing water out to everybody. I got I got a mm-hmm. nice I got a nice tan, bro. This, Damn, look at that farmer. <laughs> dude, check this out. Ro- watch this. Look at this bad boy. I don't know if you can see that. Oh yeah, that <laughs> is a burn like no burn. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice. I think that's the first time I've seen Dave without a hat on in like a year and a yeah. half. Yeah, well, it's because I'm bald, bro. I'm losing my hair. Uh, uh, but regardless, well, you, gotta, like, you gotta like freaking rep that shit. Dude. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. It's Pardon just, my it's, fucking bald America. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Just Mr. Clean it. Uh, but no, we uh, it, listen. It was just it it was on the tarmac. You know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. just it was warm. It wasn't terrible. We got a good breeze. There was a good breeze. We had some good shade coming through, but we were out in the sun all day long you know and, and that was fine chris i felt bad in for black him. shirts yeah i felt bad for him because you could tell uh we had no food 
And uh, D was feeding him Tic Tacs, hoping it would hold him over. And <laughs> oh my God. it worked. It worked enough. And yeah, I, I think it was mostly because I ended up getting that migraine. If I wouldn't have got the migraine part of it, yeah. I probably would have been fine. Yeah. But the migraine mm. was like right behind your eye right here, and it was like starting to make me nauseous. And yeah. I was like, fuck. So we can, in a little bit here, we can discuss a little that bit sucks, about dude. some of the things that were said or some of the things that were good and bad. Uh, I will say this. Like, it was when he landed the plane and pulled up. Um, especially when he did like the flyover, mm-hmm. that was cool. It felt really cool. I mean, oh, if dude, you yes. hate him or love him, it doesn't matter. There is an aura, regardless of your feelings of him. And when he landed and he came off the plane, I was just like, "Fuck, man!" You know what I mean? Like, it was like he's a bigger than life kind of figure. He, he is. Yeah. Love him or hate him, he is. Uh, and it was a cool moment. And then after um, after the the show ended, sorry about that. After the show ended, um, he you know walked off, and then we decided to stay because the crowds were huge and we just went up another step we were just hanging over the edge and uh back in the back they had this line and it was like you know matt gates and all of the people that spoke they were in line they were taking photo ops with him and shit and uh there were some some they're like sheriffs and like all that stuff yeah local you know local politicians and shit and they were they were taking photos and he got done and i was filming it and uh i just yelled at him i donald you know and he looks yeah. up and he gives me the thumbs up. But when I'm filming it, I got so excited that I, I my phone <laughs> tilted down, so all I got was his feet of him. Like, <laughs> and I even uh, on the on the thing, I'm like, God uh, damn it, man! Of course I did that. But uh, no, he you know he got back on the plane. And the best part was this dude is so obsessed with McDonald's. Bro. Oh my god! He had Secret Service guys. They came. You see this black SUV rolling up really quick, and there were six dudes in it. Yeah. And each dude had two huge bags of McDonald's. <laughs> What is it with and Trump and McDonald's? They're I don't running, know. They're running to the plane, and they each have two massive bags of McDonald's. So hip, there was hip, hip, there was at least out of the what? Way. Out of the way. Eight, ten bags of McDonald's. Uh, President's yeah. Big Mac on the way. Come on. I, yeah, there's probably six or seven at least. Yeah, I mean, I have yeah. a picture of wow. one of the guys with an armful of McDonald's and uh, <laughs> runs it up on the plane. And, I, and I'm like, man, he, he shut a McDonald's down. Like, the local <laughs> McDonald's got utterly shut down. Uh, and, that, from, and that's something I, I actually yeah. want to know. Well, if that happens, mm-hmm. if, like, an ex-president or somebody shows up and wants food from somewhere, do they shut the, the restaurant down to make his stuff? I don't well, know. they have to them. clear it out with Secret Service. They got to, like, that's clear what I'm saying. the room. Like, you they have I mean? to shut it down to Secret Service, go back in the kitchen, and they watch everyone make the yeah. food and make sure no one fucks with it. Well, how many loogies were put on that burger? You know, if they knew, like, because, you know, obviously people If hate you him, really so. hated Donald Trump, yeah. would you spit in the burger regardless of Secret Service being around you? I would try. I think they would arrest you. Yeah, if, if, you were, <laughs> if you were, like, that level of hatred for the man. But I feel yeah. like, like, you know, when you have a posse of Secret Service come in. Yeah. And you're working in McDonald's. Yeah, I feel probably... like you just kind of just do your job. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, yeah, here yeah. you go. Yeah, right. Uh, like well, one wrong move and you're like, dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your your resentment is a little tame at that yeah. point. So all in all, man, it was it was uh, fantastic. We got some really great photos. Um, you know, by the time that he got in the plane and we were leaving, there was almost no one left in there. Yeah. So we, we, we took some pictures behind quick, the stage. Actually. And did you guys see Scavino's video of him in that plane? No, with the takeoff. No. That's a fucking oh. crowded plane, bro. He was like yeah. sitting up there next to the pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's okay. not. I'm sure it's not a crowded plane. I. I maybe that was he, just the takeoff. Though. Yeah. Maybe like, he just likes sitting in the cockpit when it takes off. Yeah. I think you have to sit in those seats when it's taken off. I, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, he was like right up in that cockpit. Hmm. But yeah, maybe you're. Uh, maybe you're right. Well, well I mean, Tr- Trump was sitting right up there behind the co-pilot. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I don't know how that works out. Either way, I'll, I'll say this: um, we we were borderline not going to go. Uh, we we didn't know if we were or not. We wanted to, no. but we're like, I don't, really? I don't, well, 
Listen, I mean, you know that the, it's going to be a long Trump day. Rally? Yeah, you know it's going to be a long day. It's going to be crowded. It's going to be hot, mm-hmm. you know. And it wasn't that we were more likely to go than not, yeah. obviously. But there was a chance that we might not have. Uh, and honestly, if it wasn't for D saying like, hey, man, you guys mind if I hitch a ride with you? Like, that was kind of like, let's just do it, man. Like, fuck it, you know. And it was worth it. It really was. Like, and again, dip, dip, I understand that um, there's, you know, people that don't like him as much anymore or never did like him in the first place. But at yeah. the end of the day, and especially, especially with the experience that we got, ended up having, yeah. where we got to sit that close and we got to be, you know, meeting Matt Gates and, and having all of them right there. I mean, like, you know, Mike Lindell is sitting, you know, fucking 60 feet in front of us and like, or whatever it was hey there, over guys. here. You want to sit on a nice comfy pillow? Yeah, the pillow guy. <laughs> Which I, you know, I still don't get. I still don't get. Like, yeah, it yeah he's, it's fucking it weird. Uh, he's a weird I don't guy. get that. But regardless, um, it, it was a cool experience, regardless of anything else. It was very, very cool. His speech yeah. was very good. Um, there were definitely things that I was just like, nah, you know. Uh, the, the middle part, I think I said to you after, I was like, it's, it was like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour speech. It yeah. was very, very long. Uh, and I felt like there was a lot of fluff in the middle. We were talking about with D. There was some fluff in there that I was just like, Dude, yeah. he always fluffs it up. I know. What but, was, like, your big takeaways, though? Uh, I mean, the one thing that I did really like that he said that I hadn't heard before, and I, I think I mentioned oh, this the teacher's thing. was the teacher yeah. thing, the principal thing, where he said that he I mean, wanted yes. to um, allow parents to vote on removing principals or getting new principals. I thought that was Just interesting. vote on their principal, like yeah. elect yep. your principal. I thought that like, was actually an interesting yeah. take because, you know, it's one of those positions where, like, and, and listen, we, we've we been fortunate, I think, in our schools that we grew up in. The principals were fine. Like, they were pretty cool, you know. But obviously if there's a bad principal and there's not much you can do with the, you know, the teachers union and other things, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe that's something that we could look at and that would give some control to parents and feel like they have a little power in the schools and having children. I, mean, I don't I, know how much power the principal has over like just the school board itself. You know what I mean? Because, well, you know, the principal is one person. It's not like a dictatorship where the principal calls all the rules. So that's true. But here's know. the deal. If you have a principal who is willing to fight for what they think is right or wrong, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that helps maybe it's that first gap of, you know, going to the school boards, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. maybe that's something. Well, I think he has a lot yeah, more, a lot more effect on things than you, than you think. I, I feel like the, the school board mm. would, it is more like the, you're the CEO of this company. And then the, the principal is the manager that fucks up everyone's life. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. curriculum at schools, uh, who who they hire in that particular school. Like, I don't know. I mean, your wife's a teacher, right? So, I mean. Yeah, I could ask her and be like, hey, wh- yeah. how much sway does the fucking principal well, have? Well, who hires? Like, like, who hires her? You know what I mean? It, well, and, like, what is, what's the role? Like, how, what's yeah. the power, what's the extent of power that the principal has? Yeah. So, it, that but, was an interesting take. Yeah. I didn't like, I, I, and listen, it's just because. I, it is what it is, but I didn't really like that he started the whole thing off with DeSantis bashing. I didn't. I didn't. Like he went that. along on that. Sorry, this yeah. man. I tell you. Well, I mean, because that's like he has to kind of push back against that because that's what the media is coming out. No, and he doesn't. They're trying to drive them apart, right? He's trying to. They're trying to drive Trump and DeSantis apart. But see, that makes no sense. What you're saying then, because if if you're saying that the media is trying to drive them apart, and then he comes up and drives them apart more, then is it the media? Well, no, I think he's like he's playing the game, bro. He's like, yeah. oh, well, yeah, you want to drive us apart? Here we go. Fuck, like I'm better than DeSantis. Here's why. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, like they they're on the same team or they're playing against each other, right? Yeah, it's that moment in battle where like you know you're going up against each other, but then at the end of the day, 
well, the end of the d- d- day, yeah. they love each other. You know what I mean? I don't know that they do uh, or, or don't. I don't I don't know. Uh, but I will say that we've had like some back and forth, obviously. Right. And, yeah. I, and I told Chris when we were sitting there, I'm like, listen, man, like I talk. I'm trying to look at both sides of it. I always try to look at the both sides. OK, uh, I think at this point, like I, I do think that Trump has an advantage. Like it's Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a base. Like I, I do think he has the advantage. I won't. Yeah. You know, I try to argue that, but it's mostly just for. Just you know for what? back and forth banter, right? Yeah. But what I'm what I am saying is, is like the idea that like people don't like DeSantis is not true. Like they do like DeSantis, yeah. and and I do have an article. We don't have to reference it, but they were saying that when he brought up DeSantis, that the crowd didn't really cheer, boo, or anything. It was very silent, and it really was. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I didn't really notice that. I just I noticed like because I was kind of confused on who he was talking about for a little bit. Yeah, he went on a little long about it, and he did. Well, he he didn't start it out where he was talking about. Okay, this is who I'm talking about, Ron DeSantis. Well, he, he said sanctimonious. Said like, he, well, yeah, he called. Like, he didn't ever really call him. He either called him uh, just Ron or DeSantis. Yeah, or sanctimonious. Okay. Yeah, because I got confused. I was like, hey, wait, so is he talking about Ron DeSantis right here, or is, who's he talking about? So this, the title of this one, obviously from the New York Post: Trump Texas rally falls quiet after he mocks Ron DeSantis. Yeah, this is what all the news agencies are pointing out yeah. is that but the, it was the true. crowd went silent after I he mean, made didn't fun go completely silent. Didn't go completely silent, but it definitely when he went on the wrong thing, wrong thing, you yeah. could tell it they still weren't as enthused as they it were in other quiet. parts. When he talked about Hillary and he talked about Does other this people, video like have his little speech that he was talking about? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know for sure if it shows. I didn't even care to I, we were there. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? play it. It's like a 41-second clip. It's okay. in the actual article there. They keep saying, oh, I think DeSantis can do okay with farmers. I don't think so. Based, based on polls, he's not doing okay with anything. Well, it's never good to try and destroy Social Security. It's never good to raise the minimum age to a very high level, which was not good, and to go against Medicare and try and obliterate it. These are a few of the good facts. It's also not good when you look statistically at how he did on COVID. Not well at all. Mm. He's in a very bad position. Yeah, pretty quiet. Uh, well, well, obviously that wasn't the great clip because he was not even it, I know, but the thing was either. is there were definitely people there that were a couple, you know, some areas that were like, you could hear people like, yeah, you know, whatever, yeah. rhino, whatever. It was, but as a whole, in comparison to everything else, yeah, they did not respond to that as well. And it, it's very similar yeah. to when he was talking about vaccines in the past. And yeah. you know when he brought that up and he was like, "I did this," yes. and, that, and people kind of were like, like one of the CEOs of Pfizer up on stage. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, this in is the, yeah, the CEO before. of Pfizer. I love this guy." Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. the same kind of vibe where like people were like, "Okay, all right," you know. Yeah. And I, I, I told Chris that like it's I don't want to see it because here's the deal: it's easy to mock Bush. Okay, and it was easy to go after you know all these all these figures in 2016, right? They were a bunch of turds. Uh, you know, yeah. Cruz was maybe the the I don't know. He was probably the better of the group. You know what I'm saying? But that that is his mo. But the difference was is I, I do think that DeSantis has a bigger following than any of those guys did going into a campaign, right? Like I think well, that they, DeSantis so like, has a lot of momentum right now. Yeah, and I was confused because I just found this clip. It's a two minute clip, but um where he's talking about how DeSantis came to him crying and begging for yeah. Oh, yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I, when did this happen? Yeah, I don't know like, about He that. always says that people come crying and begging to yeah. you know, have him endorse them and stuff. And I'm like, well, where's the proof, Trump? 
Yeah, I don't. Like, I, I don't really like some of that. I feel like is just him kind of prepping something up and making you know doing his thing, his his skit, if you will. Um, I, well, it's I'll, like everybody has to beg for his like I know. you know approval, and I'm like, Whoa. yeah, I just I don't know. I, I, basically, he was saying like without his endorsement, he would have never won. That's what he ultimately said. Yeah, yeah, it hit, yeah that was his 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 point was before his endorsement he wouldn't have won with the numbers mm-hmm. that he had. Mm-hmm. And also when he, and you heard it on the last part of that video where he was saying that he didn't handle Florida well, I, I, I just, I just disagree with that thoroughly. I think if you ask people how he handled the situation with Florida and COVID, I think that most people are very pleased with what he did. He kept saying, well, he did shut it down. He did yeah. shut it down. I'm like, mm-hmm. most people shut it down. For a, a little, did. for a term, yeah. there were a couple states that didn't at all. Yeah, and that's great. But I'm saying most people did. He quickly reversed that. Which I don't, ones didn't shut down? Was it like uh, uh, South Carolina, like Dakota? Tennessee, South Carolina, or North Carolina, or something like that? Yeah, there was a couple. A couple. And, and but I'm just like, you know, I think you're kind of off on this one because I feel like if you ask people in this country, like what states handled it the best, like Florida's in there every single time. And yeah. so I feel like that was kind of a nonsensical argument. And again, I just I, I feel like if you because he put up poll numbers from some some poll company, uh, it wasn't like one of the big ones, but it was a decent one. All right. And it had him at 59 and DeSantis at like 26 and then it had no, had him at 69 because I remember he's like, no, oh, no, yeah. no, I got 69. 69. no, no, the one like, he showed what? didn't the, the one he showed the on one the monitors he showed didn't, did but not he said there was another one that had him at 69. Yeah, it was at 59 <laughs> oh. DeSantis at 25 and then it had Bush and uh pence and or not bush but pence and uh there was a, a laundry list of people on there and he mm-hmm. was using that and i'm just like yeah i do think that you're probably ahead um but i also think that like you know if you take away all those x factors and we talked about this before me and chris did uh if none of those those people that have the two percent five percent seven percent eight percent or whatever those those folks um yeah. they're clearly not on the trump train and so if they go away there's a good chance that DeSantis picks up a lot of those, at least a fair Maybe. amount of them. Regardless, it doesn't matter. The point is, is if you really think that he has, because he specifically said he has no support, no support at all, blah, 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 his numbers are terrible. If you're really saying that, then why even bring it up? If he's really not competition, then there's no point in spending a good 15 minutes of your speech talking about how bad he was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he is his competition and he knows it. Well, what's... And I will agree that why even do mm-hmm. why even do it at all if he hasn't even announced yet? True. Because at this point he's not competition at all. Well, that's what I said yeah. to you, right? Hasn't yeah. hasn't DeSantis come out saying like I'm more executive? Because they're like, all right, would you ever run to be uh, Trump's vice president? He goes, ah, I'm more of the executive type where I like to be in charge or something. Oh, like I don't, that. I don't, know. I don't know about I don't, that. But did he, he, did he say that? I don't know. But he, he has made statements. But to be fair, I mean, Trump made statements about being president 20, 30 years ago. Like yeah. it doesn't mean that he is. I think he will. But uh, that's what I looked at you right away and was like, this has to be a sign that he knows something that we don't, that he's going to, because he really did make an emphasis on putting a lot on him right in the very beginning of the speech. Yeah. Um, But people did. A lot of people, you know, there was some cheer here and there, but most people compared to the rest of the rally were kind of just listening at that point. They weren't. Dude, what did you think about um, when he said that they would have like the largest illegal alien sweep? Ever. Oh, you yeah. just have ICE agents just deport millions of people. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to have a tough time with that one. He might have a tough time with that one. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. With who? Uh, I think a lot of people. With a lot of people pushing yeah, back. Yeah, that, like, that was a big thing before where people were saying that he, um, 
you know, I'm just they, thinking about the imagery like with, of like well, them well, rounding people up and shipping them yeah. out of the country. Like, what, you know oh, like I mean? with public pushing back or other people in the government. Oh, yeah, back. no, I feel like the uh, the mainstream media is going to have a heyday with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the imagery of that is not going to look good. Well, and like I think the I think the public is going to have some issues with like when you're talking about the largest in the history, like mass deportation. Like, there's some people that might get turned off on that a little bit. I'm not saying it's not right. <laughs> Well, did like, you notice that he's illegal. like, and and uh, you know, uh, who was it that actually did it before? He's like one of those presidents. You know, he, they, they've done it before back in the past, and so we don't have to feel that bad about it. But here's oh, that the was thing, is that, the I'm Democrat. Like, that was uh, Ro- not Roosevelt. Um, who was? But it? he just said like, know. but so Eisen, that we don't, don't have remember. to feel that bad about it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, well, that so was I somebody remember else. Yeah. Well, it's because he's saying there's there's somebody else did it, so there's already precedents there. Yeah, I know. But well, I will like, say this: when you're there, especially like with the amount of people and the amount of stuff happening, like I didn't, I definitely heard most of his speech. But there's a lot of times where I'm just like taking stuff in, bro, and I I miss sections of speech. Yeah, uh, because you're just looking around at people and you're interacting with people around you. Um, well, right off the bat, when he started, I caught something that he said where. He brought up Hillary Clinton. He brought up like Adam Schiff and all them. And he's like, you know, and they're they're trying to invest me, but or investigate me. But uh, in reality, they're the ones being investigated. And then, uh, but, but, but he said yeah, it really he, quick. He and did then moved go real on. quick real on that. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, was that just like a mess up, or did he mean to slip that in there that like, yeah, they're being investigated right now, bro? Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. Ooh. The other thing he said that was kind of like it was a quick thing was he said that he thought the way he handled the pandemic was really great, and I was like, mm, you know. I feel like, yes, you let it with the states, and it wasn't him. And I agree with that. Like, he, he was like, I didn't force anybody to shut anything push down. The, the jab. I mean, uh, yeah, there, he there, didn't mandate it. He yeah, didn't mandate it, but, did. I he mean, did. he definitely endorsed it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, listen, as a whole, it was it was a really good experience. I thought it was it was a good speech. Everything was cool. Uh, I thought a lot of the uh, supporting stuff was really cool. Um, and th- this taking it all in was really neat. And, listen, I've, I've yes, seen – I awesome. went to uh, – I'm, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I went to uh, – we obviously went to the, the Clinton one in town when we were younger. I don't know if you Oh, went, yeah, dude. But the Hill- Lake Hillary, suck at your wiener. Lake suck at your wiener. So we saw Bill. <laughs> this is the Lake suck at your wiener. Yeah. Bill and Hillary Clinton <laughs> were there, Bill. right? They were there for that. We've we seen that. I remember that pretty well. That was like, what, sixth grade or something, seventh yeah, grade. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then I went uh, by myself. Um, after, I could see the jizz stains from a mile away on yeah, uh, Bill's pantsuit. You could smell the cum <laughs> on the blue dress all the way from yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but I also went by myself to Tacoma and watched John Kerry speak uh, mm. because he. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. Um, you went by yourself. I went by myself because I was thinking like, well, he was a, he was a candidate, right? He was doing it in Tacoma. Um, at that point in my life, I was like. You know, I was just probably more left leaning. Looking I for say. answers, but no, I just I, I, it was. I thought it was an opportunity to go see somebody speak, and and I didn't really like him that much. But at the same time, I was like, if I can go see him speak and just see what he's saying, and I ended up leaving early. It was really boring, and it was not good. It was yeah. It, he just, I mean, listen, John Kerry's John Kerry, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not an exciting human being, and it was nothing I like this you. rally. But I, I I like hearing people speak, even if you don't agree with them. I enjoy listening to what they have to say, and I thought Trump had a lot of great things, and I thought there was a lot of things that he fell a little short on, or maybe made mistakes on. And I and I, I'm gonna stick to that. I, I told Chris, uh, I just said I really wish that they could work together because they would be unstoppable if they could work together. Yeah, in one I, mean, I feel like they will. I feel like they will. I think, think this so? is just something that's heated up, and they have to like. 
they have to throw it out there because they are like two good contenders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would love to see Trump go head to head with DeSantis and and duke it out. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I would like to see a good debate if that's what you're talking about. I would absolutely yes. love to see a oh really, yeah a really good debate. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it serves both of them well. I think it could humble Trump. I think it could make DeSantis stronger. And at the end of the day, that would be a good thing, regardless of how it actually pans yeah. out. Well, yeah, and then when one of the things though, like t- talking about like this airplane, the Trump Force One, is they they showed like the interior of it. It was all like gold belts, like gold plated belts, and all this stuff. And they 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 pictured like a plush bed in the corner. I'm like, ooh, is that a ghost bed? Because if not, <laughs> it should be everybody. Because guess what? Yep, we love ghost bed. They have been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros over the past five years, and everybody raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses, let me tell you, and they belong on Trump Force One. They oh. last forever, and they're made in the U.S. of A, baby. Yeah, every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like you can send it right back. No hard feelings. And one of our favorite parts about Ghostbed, and especially Trump loves this, each mattress has that cooling technology when you get hot and sticky. When you're visiting Texas in those hot, sticky days, oh boy, ah, they're a lifesaver. Oh my God, Ghostbed also <laughs> offers bundles. Oh, that was bad. So you can get everything you need. You don't even really have to think about it. You just choose from their four mattresses, then pick your bundle. So whether you need a mattress in a frame or you want it all like the cooling pillows and sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck with the bundles. 40% off Ghostbed bundles, baby. You get the mattress and the adjustable base, or you get 30% off of everything. Just use that code DRINKINGBROS at ghostbed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, you get a mattress for as little as $35 a month, and you have zero down, 0% financing plans for up to 60 months. Go check it out. Ghostbeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. And Greg, let's hear about those RV mattresses, man. Yeehaw! You got yourself an RV? Oh, get yourself an the Ghostbed RV mattress. <laughs> Yeah, if you got a crusty default mattress in there, <laughs> we all know it's piss-soaked. Yeah. Get that shit out of there. Get a RV mattress from Ghostbed. 30% off. Use that code Drinking Bros. Yeah, man. I actually own a Ghostbed, guys, honestly, and I think it's fantastic. Super comfortable, and the cooling pillows and sheets do exactly what they say they do. That stuff is cold, and it's good, and it's comfy. My wife likes it. I like it. You should check it out. Get that little bit of a discount. Drinking Bros. Mm. There it is. Also, you got to put something in your mouth, <laughs> and it's not what you think, okay? This is an ad for Lucy's Breakers, everybody. Not everybody uses nicotine, but if you do, you'll want to listen up. If you're one of the millions of adults who use nicotine, you know that not all products are the same, and there's one new product that stands above the rest. Yes, that is Lucy's Breakers. They are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment all the way to the last. Yeah, man, I uh, I use Lucy. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I'm a nicotine user myself, have been for many, many years. I use it every single day. And when we got that sample of Lucy, it changed everything, right? They are hands down better than almost every single competitor, if not every competitor. Long-lasting flavors. The flavors that they do have are actually really, really, really nice. Usually I hate it. They do a uh, really, really great job. The mouthfeel, the size of the pouches, all that stuff to me is very important. And these guys knock it out of the park. So whether you're a uh, user while working, creating, or playing, Lucy Breakers are the intelligent choice for you. Mm, and we have a special deal for our listeners. You get $10 off your first order using the promo code PARDON. Okay, oh, check damn. out shipping always free. That's lucy.co, promo code PARDON to receive $10 off and free shipping. I... Visit lucy.co for like more you. details. And we thank Lucy for sponsoring the podcast. 
I didn't know if that was Puss or Boots. I was going to say, you heard like a cat. An angry old Asian man. I'm not sure what's going on here. But here's that fine print, guys. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. But uh, Dick to be damned, it is a good, good product. Go give it a try if you like this kind of stuff. Do it to it. Yep. Yep. Good stuff, man. I like your, uh, you went really. <sighs> I can't even do that, the tongue roll thing. No. You went real hard on that, dude. I did. I don't know. In honor of Puss and Boots. Straight up Antonio Banderas. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Golly. Desperado. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, so anyways, no, we'll end it on this. It was, a, it was a really good experience. There was a lot of cool things that went on and, and obviously having, um, an opportunity to be that close, you know what I mean? To yeah. such a huge political figure was, was, was interesting and very, very cool. Did anybody surreal. ask you guys about the, the shirts? Be like, Hey, are yeah, you they did. There's a couple of people that did. Yeah. yeah we, we, in line when we were waiting, there's a couple of people that did. And once we got in there, there, there was too. Yeah, it was good. It was good, man. Well, people hopefully were, they're listening now and hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, God bless you. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I, gripe kind of a gripe i had is i wish he would have covered more of what he's wanting to do mm, agreed uh i think i feel like that wasn't left till like the very end and there wasn't a yeah. lot of it yeah uh, i feel like he he's released a bunch of stuff that he he wants to do and he, he should have spent more time on that honestly i get you. you know what though i'll say this and, and and you're actually saying what i've had a little bit of a gripe with right yeah. like that like sometimes i wish that he would let go of certain things Okay, uh, we all know that people are after him. We all understand that. We all know the media hates him. Yeah. Those things, everybody in that crowd knew already. Uh, so to spend a good chunk of it on that was already like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I've said it before. Yeah, let's focus on the solutions. Yeah, like right. it, he needs to come out and he needs to really have a nice plan going forward to make people feel reassured and comforting or comfortable. And, and I wish you would have done that more to, to your point, Chris, because – I think people want that. Yeah. And if DeSantis does that, that's where there's, I said it before, that's where there will be a problem is if he comes out real focused, Trump needs to get himself yeah. focused. But to be fair, well, this was the I first mean, rally. Yeah, it was. And what sells is fear and uh, anger and resentment. I mean, how do you get people to the polls? Is you got to get uh, them well, angry. You got to get them fearful, right? Yeah, but I also think that people like know that. And the same people that vote for him are the people are saying that the media pushes a fear. And I do think that, like, if he if he continues pushing that as well, I think a lot of people are over that. Um, Dude, no, I mean, all he has to say is like, this country's fucked. Like, look yeah. at where I had it, and look at where we, you know, went now. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah, that last segment of his speech was was really nice, dude. I thought when the music came on and he was. Kinda... Oh, that's another thing I wanted to yeah. talk to you guys yeah. about. What do you think about the the where we go, one we go all song that came on at the end? Uh, I put no thought into it, honestly. I'm I don't know. He he has it. used it before, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm surprised there's no articles picking up on that again, being like, "Oh, they're dog whistling to the uh, the conspiracy crowd." Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> mean, he looks spry. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. Like all the all the stuff that you look at, you're like, you, he was energetic. He he looks spry. So I actually thought he looked better at the end than he did in the beginning. When he came off the plane, he looked pretty worn out. Uh, did you guys cry at the end when no. the music was playing? No, no. no. Were you like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh. no. No, okay. it was just it was a nice end. Uh, you know, if you could have removed some of the fluff and maybe had a more uh, complete, uh, you know, really solid speech, but that's part of the that's part of the thing. Yeah. I'm sure he'll include a lot more stuff later on. Hopefully, probably. I hope. Yeah. So that it was good. We got out quick. We went and had McDonald's yeah. in honor of him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right on. Dude. And uh, we we made it home and uh, just I took care of my burns and that was about the extent of it. Uh, it was okay. it was an experience well, that I will not forget. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that he looked strong. And I think uh, whatever happens is going to be it's going to be a battle. 
That's how I think of it. Right on, dude. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. I mean, speaking of battles, do you want to uh, pivot here and talk about Philadelphia, what yeah. Philadelphia residents are dealing with? Yeah, man, I, I do. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I don't, as of right now, uh, similar to Ohio or any situation, like you never know how bad it, bad could, it could be or if it's no big deal. Ohio turned out to be a pretty rough situation, man. I Yeah. Well, I mean, just to kind of let the elephant out of the, the bag or whatever the hell the, the phrase is, is, they had a chemical spill in Philadelphia, right? Yep. 8,000 gallons of latex finishing finishing solution spilled into Otter Creek, yeah, yeah. which is near the Delaware River. Yeah. So um, I didn't even put any articles. I, I have a couple TikToks. That there's a dude that kind of, uh, I heard it from Did him Did I put first. out a good uh, IG thread? Um yeah, or uh, it's whatever the hell it's called, like just a, a rot- rotary of, of photos and videos. Yeah, I have. Yeah, but I mean that that first one shows you like the snapshot of like the nice bullet points of what we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, listen. After what happened in Ohio, not just Ohio, other things. When when local government says everything's fine, uh, they said that in Ohio, and they let people back into a situation that probably wasn't fine and probably not ready for people to be back into, and they are now discovering. Well, dude, what I don't get is they're like, the city said the tap water would remain safe to drink until 11.59 p.m. on Monday, March 27th. Yeah. Like, how the hell do you know this? Like, yeah. to the minute? Well, see, so the dude that, I, that I, I have on my TikTok, he basically got it. He said that he was outside of the area, but everybody in Philadelphia got it. One and a half million people got the, got the uh, text message, right? Yeah. And uh, he was saying that could be, there's a possible, there's no data yet to show anything, but... But they would suggest people drinking watch. bottled water, right? <clears throat> Which caused yeah. a huge surge of people taking over stores, buying, I mean, just armfuls of bottled water. I'm talking, this is like uh, this is like the toilet paper, uh, you know, situation. Oh, oh yes. Uh, but with water. Uh, and then a the same gentleman put out a tweet, I don't know, a few hours later saying that they retweeted and said, everything's fine. There's no data to support that there's any contamination. But you should also have like a gallon or a couple gallons of water just in case, just in case. Yeah, see, that's and they also they also said that boiling the tap water would not remove the chemicals. No, well, see, that's the so. thing is, uh, my wife who was just sitting there, I was kind of talking to her about. It. She's like, "Well, I mean, who like uses tap water?" And I'm like, "But see, the problem is, is like uh, people do." What do you mean? It goes through the. I'm just saying, like most people like put it through like a filter or they have something like yeah. just going to the sink. That's what she's saying. Like, yeah. who just fills up a cup in the sink? Like, no one. Not, not if at a house. Yeah, but for, do, oh, okay. Giorgio does. You use it for cooking all the yeah, time, yeah. though. So he would you be gotta sick. Boil, if you got to boil. <laughs> in Philadelphia right now, it's in latex. You, use, you don't just go to the sink and fill up some pot with some boiling, for the boiled water? No, that's what I'm saying. So like, here's you that. use tap water all the time. That's what I'm saying, though. She was talking about drinking water. And, yes, we have, like, our filtered water. And that fridge has filters and stuff, which may or may yeah. not get that out. But I was like, Joe. When you go boil some water, you're making spaghetti like you're not pulling it out of the fucking Brita. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you were pulling you gotta, that from the if sink. you got to mix up a sauce for anything. Yeah, and you're, she's you're like using top water. You're not using yeah. water. But she's like, it should boil it out. I'm like, no, these are like this is not bacteria. You know what I'm saying? It's like latex. This is yeah. this is literally like fucking chemicals like, uh, and shit. It's like a glove. You know, you melt yeah. it down a glove and it's just chilling there. So my big thing was is like they come out and they and they make this claim that everything's fine. Like you're, the water's fine, but they also put in these little caveats of like well you may want some water and for right now it's fine we're still testing yeah so you got people that are going to be like okay so they start drinking the water then what like a day later they go (laughs) oh shit 
There's a lot exactly. of latex in this fucking water. <laughs> what point does... You must have drank it at midnight. I said 11.59 p.m. Yes. Yeah, right? Yes. Uh, uh, dude, Chris, can you go to the Instagram yeah. and then just look at these videos of people just loading up their carts with mm-hmm. bottled water? And it's hilarious because um, I, yeah. I did see some videos of people looking at the remnants, what was left yeah. on the shelves, and they're like, uh, you got some Propel pineapple. I'd rather die. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, you, you're being picky about the brand at this point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, look, they're all there. All those. Yeah, those are, those like are good waters, sh- though. I don't hate those. Th- those aren't, I know. Those I, aren't I, flavored not, waters. I, I, you know what it is? No, that guy's getting all the smart water. He's getting smart. But Go saying, to the next video. This oh, one yeah. shows, like, all the lines yeah. up and freaking yeah. look at all this shit, dude. It's all gone, except for you got some uh, bubbly water right there at the end. Yeah. Why wouldn't you grab that? I mean, water's water. Exactly. Have a party with it. I don't know, man. I mean, listen, it's it's a people people get this, man. They they get that text and you panic and you would. God, you know what I'm well, saying? At least most thing of these that comes be, out. At least most of these be people like, are only having like one case. Unless yeah, but they, watch, like the next contaminant comes in bottled water. Uh, <laughs> the FDA just found a bunch of contaminated bottled water in Philadelphia. Yeah, if you drink yeah. bottled water during this time period. I mean, there are people that have more than one case. Uh, that's well, there sure. are, but I mean, in that line that we just seen, most of the yeah. people had one. I, it, I mean, here's the thing: there's a distrust, man, and especially because Ohio had just happened, and people saw that they had approved them to come back. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. how many people were having ailments Issues, because yeah. of it? Um, yeah. I think people are just like, I ain't fucking, I don't trust anything you say. And now, well, now the problem that, is, but how is Ohio now? I mean, have you heard about any no, of this? They've, no, they've, they've, they've wiped that, that off shit. the map of news. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm sure there's a lot of shit that's still being dealt with. And we have one of our listeners who's in the area who was dealing with a little bit from the, uh, Ohio situation. And then I think she's in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. So yeah. Does this affect her as well? Like, it's just like, damn, like. First of all, like you can't just say something's fine if you don't know. You know, like at the end of the day, I would just say like, "Hey, man, I would be, I would be getting supplies together until we can figure out a hundred percent that this is not going to be an issue." And then when they say like, "Hey," well, I mean, to be fair, they did. They they put out that warning, they the text message or whatever, saying, "Hey, we urge you to go buy some bottled water. We don't know the extent of this yet, but out of uh, whatever precaution, ex- excess precaution, yeah, go get what you need for your family." Just to have it on hand, just in case. They just said we suggest but, using bottled water temporarily. Then, then the, they also said it's safe to drink the tap water until eleven fifty nine on Monday. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you know? It's like I get it. Like yeah. you know, there's a there's a rate of spread. Maybe, maybe they're like, can, maybe they're like, it's safe to drink now because we tested it and it's not there. But we know by eleven fifty nine, it's going to be there. Like cool. it's, it's like, coming, you know it's coming the down the, the system. That... <laughs> it's coming yeah, it's down. Like, Damn, bro! Like they did the math. Okay, this is how fast the water's flowing. We know where the contaminant is. You have no, this no, much time. You know what they did? They had Chuck Norris land, and they're like, he he knelt down, he tasted the dirt. Yep. You have until eleven fifty nine on Monday morning. That's what Chuck Norris told him. No, actually, Chuck Norris came up and said, "Don't be contaminated." And the water's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> okay. Yeah, just it lost all of it. It it went away. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, the thing is, is like, just I, I don't like the uncertainty of it because even when they said like, go ahead and drink the tap water, there was like stipulations like, don't do it after this time though, and also yeah. make sure that you still have water just in case. You're not sure. That's the thing is, you're not sure, uh, and I don't believe that they are sure. Uh, the other thing that we talked about before the show uh, was the fact that like, you know, where where are the safety things with this? You have a a, a lake or a river or a stream that runs into the drinking water. 
and you have a plant or a chemical plant or anything around it, where is the precautions, the barriers that if something fails, that mm-hmm. it will not enter the drinking water? Yeah. Like that should be standard practice, in my opinion. There yes. should be there yeah. should be concrete walls that are deep into the ground that if there's a spill, that it's not going to penetrate the water, the groundwater and go in. There should be secondary pipes around the pipes. Like I don't I'm, I don't know anything about it. I'm just throwing shit out there, but like there has to be some way. Well, that and clearly the people that are in charge of managing the infrastructure of this area of the country are not doing their fucking jobs. Eight thousand gallons. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Well, like, do we know exactly least. how it happened? This says it was at a Baxter drinking water treatment plant. Yeah, I haven't read anything that says actually how it happened. I just heard that. Oh it was wait, never leaking. mind. This would affect the water being treated at that uh, treatment plant. But it's like. Well, that, what what is the procedure like to Dave's point? It's like you know how yeah. are these uh, safety guidelines not built in to the actual procedure yeah. and what happened here? I mean, well, there's also a second way to look at it, and oh, that, that, that that's actually how, exactly how they figured it out. It said based on updated hydraulic modeling and the latest sampling, so they know when it's going to be affected. Okay. So the other yeah. side of this is is this being talked about extensively because of situations like Ohio, so that it's. You know, does this stuff oh, happen? Yeah. Uh, do is it talked about now because Ohio was such a c- catastrophic event that now it's making the news? Which before maybe it was just a small leak and they wouldn't have talked about it otherwise. I, I don't know, but the point is, is like we have to have some infrastructure around this shit, and it just so happens that Ohio, Pennsylvania—they're all pretty goddamn close. So it makes it seem like, hey, do you guys know what you're doing? Do you mm-hmm. not know what you're doing? Because how do you let eight thousand gallons leak and not know yeah. to shut it down? You know what I'm saying? Well, like not only that, but like it's feeding into the Delaware River, bro. Yeah, that's like yeah. what millions of people. But it's if like you, the water source for millions of people. Yeah. If you go back to the bulletin points that we have on the Instagram that you, that page you had set up there, it does say there is no concern related to skin exposure, so people should still feel comfortable bathing and washing dishes, says Mike Carroll, deputy managing director yeah, for right. the Office of Transportation, Infrastructure, and Sustainability. The city said boiling tap water would not remove the chemicals. So, you know, yeah. it, you can't boil that shit out, but go ahead and bathe in it. Um, it's just kind of like an oil. Yeah, you'll end up w- with yeah. like a full body condom. You like. may have some smooth skin. That latex may smooth <laughs> that shit out. You might end up looking yeah. like Madonna at the end. Ooh, you know like what I'm saying? X-Men, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you never know what you're going to get. Like Free Botox. Get your, get your <laughs> body in there. You might have some sort of cool superpower, it's like, but it might be pretty lame. Too. Baby, does my ass look bigger right now? Like it oh, looks what, more What plump. is that one movie? There's a movie that we, me and my wife watched a long time ago well not a long time ago but they like had this jamie fox yeah well they had this drug you take yeah and then like you never know what you're gonna get like well you could die like a box of chocolate things yeah or it kills you yeah Yeah, you either die (laughs) or you get a superpower you know and and you don't know what become a badass superhero yeah i mean that might be the case with this water like you can drink and die or you can drink it and be super slick bro you know what i'm saying (laughs) orphan to the next slick uh, yeah man Um, you'll be waterproof but people have the right to be upset about this stuff, man, and panic. I mean, well, absolutely. It, that's I kind mean, of the like, situation we're in. I, I feel like they're not handling this well. I honestly don't think yeah. they're handling and this well. And as far as like safety goes, this is what government, like as far as like keeping everything safe, like mm-hmm. infrastructure, infrastructure safety yeah. is what they're they're there to do. Government, yeah. right? That's what you're you're paid to do. Keep this shit intact. And if you can't handle it, then, um, yeah, it's time to change okay. some things around. So do you think that there's, uh, in any any realm, that this is done uh, on s- some level on purpose? Because with the campaigning come up, Trump may or may not discuss about cutting regulations again. And they're going to say, look what happened when regulations were cut. The trains were having problems. 
these factories are not doing what they're supposed to do. We're having leaks like regulations is important. Mm -hmm. We need it. And they know that that's going to be a campaign thing for him. Is there any way that this is not on purpose, but they're going to use this to go against him saying he wants to cut more regulations? Probably. Mm, Maybe. There's also like the uh, the whole thing, like, do you want to get people sick? Like to get them on like a medication, you know, there's that route too that you could look at. Sure. Like, is it being done on purpose to make people sick? So, or just I mean, get, or just get funding uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like a forest fire. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, sure. it's uh, this, the East's version of a forest fire. It's water pollution. I, I, I don't know. I mean, there isn't anything right now that tells me there is something weird going on. I just think a lot of it is like the lack of, well, wasn't there in, a bomb on the train tracks? Behind uh, that was somewhere. That was somewhere else. I don't know. It was if in it was Pennsylvania, in, dude. Oh, was it? Wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that, I, I mean, I Pennsylvania is like, a big state, so I feel like shit like that happens, bro. Like when you're talking about like the power supply, like in Callis County, when people were like, you know, shooting bullet holes through it and shit. That stuff probably happens all well, the time. Well, and there's copycat people. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you hear about it because they catch on to certain news, and then all of a sudden, you you kind of emphasize all of it that's happening around the country, right? And it seems like a huge problem when in reality, like stupid people do stupid shit you know what i'm saying yeah so actually that that pipe bomb was found on the railroad tracks in pennsylvania yeah i mean the same fucking i don't know so that's just you there's no connection right now to the two but it's just odd that you know a month or two ago you had that bomb event yeah and now you're having this freaking leak of eight thousand gallons of latex into the water yeah well i just think it's funny like every time like biden or anybody is like pushing infrastructure we'll be able to they always say we'll be able to build bridges work on our bridges mm-hmm. and our roads well what about our fucking water systems what about the fucking the railroads what about power supplies yeah, yeah. Like, well and not only that but like going back to the ohio train derailment like the uh the deregulation that trump put into it mm-hmm. like effect had nothing to do with what happened there it, they I tried know. to say that it did but I it's know. like dude no like even the <laughs> uh the train uh, whatever in attendant was yeah. like no like even the, the, the yeah. rail cars that they were using had nothing to do with the regulations that were in place. Yeah, they said that even with the the deregulation, what this was carrying didn't qualify for the the things it would have required if it had more on it. That's the, but see, that's not the point. I don't think. I, I think the point is is like you can you can swing stupid people to do crazy shit by by nonsensical stuff. So by saying that he hurt the in you know his regulation cuts hurt, even though we know it didn't. By saying it, people the will grab onto there. the narrative's there, and so the yeah. people that are gonna see what he did, blah blah blah, like they could be dead wrong. How many yeah. things are people dead wrong about? They're like, what? Like that never even happened. What are you talking? And they just believe it. Like that's the that's the narrative. It doesn't matter that really was affected or I not. I mean, it'll be you know the narrative will be put out there, but just like all propaganda, it's eventually the truth will come out and sure. prove it wrong. Sure, man. Yeah, um, I do have a couple other things, Greg. Uh, what, how much time do you got left, man? Dude, I got to bounce right now. Okay, all so right. I will. Uh, I will talk to you all later, all and right. everybody have a good day. All right, Sayonara. take all care, right. buddy. Later, dude. Take care. All right, bye. Uh, one of the other topics that I wanted to bring up was more of a local thing, really. Oh. Um, this has to do with the Austin area, <clears throat> and it is uh, the coal miner town situation. That's what they're calling it, uh, at least. So it's uh, it's going to be the Fox News article right there. Uh, Elon Musk is reported reported to plan a uh, utopian town hmm. in Austin, okay, okay, for SpaceX. And this is actually, like, outside of Austin, to be fair. Uh, but locals react to Elon Musk's reported plan to construct a utopian Texas town for boring 
and SpaceX staff. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like the old like minor towns. That's what they're comparing it to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, some people obviously have an issue with that because the old mining towns were, you know, they. Uh, to be fair, they were, it was old. Well, I think they do this for a lot of like huge things. Like they they offer housing for people that come in, that want to move in or whatever. They the, there was the same thing. Like, uh, I mean, this is a, <laughs> a bad example, but Chernobyl. That that was the same thing. All those apartments, buildings, and all that stuff. The, most of those were built because of the factory and because of the plant. Well, that's yeah, but see, that's that's built. They're, no, they they were they they were housing people that worked there. Yeah, but that was because that. Well, see that yeah, that's that, I think that's like a fine line because like obviously like when in in our town right Longview yeah um the factories were the boom right like yeah. in Longview. Warehouser, fiber, and all these factories, the, the lumber industry was the reason people were there. Yeah. And so they built homes to accommodate the peop- the workers. Yeah. That's building a town based off the, that there's an industry, which is similar to what he's doing. However, he is saying, I'm going to build this utopian town where... Yeah, using the, the word homes- utopian seems yeah. weird. But he's also saying that the homes will be available for cheaper than you would be able to get anywhere else. Hmm. So a discounted rate of rent, Yeah, which some people are arguing, are they going to get stuck? Because once they go... They're you can't in sell it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, you can't sell it, but you now you can't afford anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, I don't know about that per se, but... People are comparing it to old mining towns. Um, it said Utopian. That, that's a big one. Uh, this is out by Bastrop County. It's in Bastrop yeah. County, which been through. It's beautiful. Some people are also complaining that this is going to hurt the scenery around, right? That some people are like, hey, we got these beautiful pastures and uh, beautiful looks and everything, and, and this is just going to make everything gross. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the comparison was, he's like, I'm going to build this beautiful thing. And then the citizens there are saying, we already have a beautiful thing, man. Like, it looks beautiful the way that it is. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, um, going back and forth on this a little bit, like, things develop. They do. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because you have a field behind you now doesn't mean you'll have one in 10 years. Uh, whoever yeah, owns that land. especially when you got big companies like SpaceX coming in. I mean, yeah. they're... It's going to bring in other companies, too. So it wouldn't surprise me if he bought all this up and is going to put in housing. And then now that there's people there, uh, other companies will start putting stuff around the area, too. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be called Snailbrook. Uh, he has a, uh, there's a flag up that says, Welcome Snailbrook, Texas, established in 2021. Uh, that's supposedly what it's going to be called. But it's supposedly going to have uh, modular homes, recreational spaces. Yeah. Um, it says, I hope that people who live in those houses and in that community do not get stuck in the trap of the things that you saw in those types of planned communities for business. Basically, they become your indentured servants because they have no way to have the mobility out of it. Hmm. Um, and that, if you look back, there were some situations where, well, history doesn't favor this kind of a thing. Uh, in North Portland, uh, there was actually a very good, uh, it's just a YouTube documentary that somebody had put together years ago. In North Portland, um, that used to be uh, there used to be like a, uh, a Jansen Beach, Delta Park Jansen Beach. Yeah, it used to be um, like an amusement park and shit, and it was a kind of a flooded area. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a really bad area uh, way back in the day, 
And uh, workers for the railroads and for the Portland Industries, they ended up building them a community in this area. And uh, it, it just it flooded terribly. And uh, a lot of people lost their lives. It was, And they knew it was coming. They built these embankments and shit before they raised it all up and everything. And uh, it basically got flooded. It was the major flood there, and it killed a ton of people. And oh, it was yeah. all very low-income uh, factory workers and shit that they built this community for. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the environment was not good. There was, like, hardly any running water, toilets and shit not there. So the point is, is that, like, over the course of history, granted it was a long time ago, when you have these things, usually the conditions are really, really shitty. Uh, and they get stuck to where they couldn't afford anything else, and that was where they had to be. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I have, I have a feeling he. It's like we said, like kind of like the mining town thing. Most of these are going to be used up by employees, I assume. Yeah. Uh, so I can't imagine that they'd just be stuck because they can't afford anything else. Because you're, I mean, I, granted, if you're working for SpaceX or you're working for maybe, anyways, you're probably making at least decent money. So I mean, yeah. the whole being stuck thing doesn't make sense to me in this situation but i i don't know well using the word utopia is weird yeah so aaron who runs a farm overlooking the spacex facility that is under construction right now says she felt musk was quote destroying the surrounding pristine countryside to build this ambitious new town she quoted saying here he is saying that there's going to be a utopian or utopia down the street well, that's already there. Already is one here, a utopia, which she considers the farmlands and stuff. None of Musk companies uh, returned any requests for comment. Yeah. Uh, it's just a situation where I get what he's doing, but I'm like, yeah. I'd like to know what he means by using the word utopia. Is it like, is SpaceX going to be providing a lot of shit that you wouldn't normally have? Mm, I don't know. Is, it, I wish there was some kind of clarification on what you meant by that. Well, he's also saying that he might offer it to Tesla workers, who is obviously not too far away not from where you were away, at yeah. before. But, uh, you know, it's just like a workers' compound, like where they can get affordable homes, and apparently there's going to be entertainment and shit, and all that sounds kind of fine at the at the you know the end of the day. But it's just like it is a little weird, and yeah. nowadays for this to be a thing yeah. is a little bit odd. Uh, but we'll see what actually comes from it. Mm. Um, you know, he's like anybody else. He says things that are just like, eh, Utopia, bro. I mean, he's weird. So he is it's little, not shocking he is that weird. he used Utopia. I'm pretty sure when he was on Rogan, he said Utopia 50 times. So um, I don't know. I don't find it crazy, but I also do see that people are, like, concerned, uh, especially when you're out there. And it's a beautiful area for sure. Been yeah. through it. It's beautiful. We're going to be oh, going yeah. through it this weekend. Uh, it's It's a beautiful area. I get it. But industry is not bad either. Like, right? You're bringing, he's bringing business. So he's bringing shit. The Samsung uh, chip factory that may be coming through is going to bring a lot of jobs uh, and it's going to help boom the area even more. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't, ex especially when like there's big companies like this coming into an area, you can't expect things to not grow and develop. Well, yeah. And with Austin growing the way that it is and the amount of people that are coming in, like, obviously the, suburb areas are going to expand yeah. drastically all the way down through kyle and buddha and everything and and th that's what happens that's yeah. what happens so you know just because you got a house out in the out in the middle of nowhere and love the uh, area doesn't mean that in the next 15 years it's going to be that same way especially when there's a place that's as hot as this yeah uh so we'll see we'll see what happens just don't use the word utopia yeah that puts that, a weird taste i think that was probably the biggest thing that people were yeah fucking that puts a weird about. taste in people's mouth yeah um, you know, because then it looks like you could have called know. it like a temporary worker compound just to get people on their feet and ready to go, especially if you're flying pe new people in to get jobs. Yeah. Uh, you could have been like, hey, we offer housing for people that are trying to get ready and buy new homes. 
temporary housing. Like that would have been fine. Yeah. Utopia. And building your own utopia community also, <laughs> yeah. also sounds a little culty. It does, dude. <laughs> it's that fair skin cult from yeah. Elon Musk, bro. He's got that alien skin. <laughs> oh you know? God. Anyways, dudes, uh, it was a, it was a good chat, man. Uh, Greg yeah. had to bounce a little early, but it was fun, man. Had a great weekend. Uh, really enjoyed the experience and uh, took a lot of took a lot from it. I'll never forget it. I won't yeah. forget that. Uh, but still. It's a long road on the campaign, and we'll see how it all pans out. It's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna I be fun. Uh, hope he, like like we said earlier, hopefully he focuses on some of the stuff he's already put out there as far as policy. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like in in this first one at least he didn't really do it a lot. And we'll see how DeSantis responds. Yeah. Because you know that'll happen as well. So, anyways, guys, we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you follow and share and subscribe and do a lot of cool shit. PardonMyAmerican.com if you want some of that new merch. Yeah. And we will see you tomorrow. Later, guys.